Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mr. Yossi Sharm in English. We started chapter 22 yesterday, which talks about the trait of humility. And the Ramchal began with introduction saying, rather than he said, with an introduction uh, explaining that in order to understand what it means, you know, he previously spoke about what it, how bad it is to be haughty. But he says, if you if you really get to explain and understand what it means to be humble, then as a result of your understanding of humbleness, you'll realize how crazy and how silly being haughty is. So first we discussed that it's important <clears throat> that a person, in order for him to be humble, he needs to not credit himself for any of the qualities that he has. If he knows that he's smart, for example, he can't you know, let it get to his head or think that he is the, you know, he is the direct cause of him being smart. It's really um, recognizing that any quality that I have is not because of me. And in order to keep him in check, in order to realize that he, he to not let him, let it get to his head, he understands and realizes that number one, just because I have this quality that does not make me better than the next person, because just because I have it, there's many qualities that I don't have that other people have. So therefore it's a, it's a healthy balance. We're all on the same level. Another thing that Ramchal pointed out is that, you know, not only the qualities that we don't have, do we have to worry about, but there are many things that we need to work on. You know, we're not perfect. There's no one out there that doesn't have a, a, a past. There's no one that doesn't have things. There's no perfect person in the world. And when you realize that and you come to level with that, then you uh, it also helps you in check. Now, the Ramchal also said that there's two components to being humble. Number one is your outlook. Your outlook has to be in the right sense. And the second component is then once you have the outlook, you can then now act like an honor. You can now act like a person um, uh, who's humble. But if you don't, if you just act like a humble person without the right outlook, then you just become a hypocrite. And now we're going to talk about different examples. So we start with the first example, someone being smart. Don't consider it a, um, you know, uh, don't consider it a, 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 a uh, here we go. Consider the achievement of scholarship. It is the quality that brings a person to feel superior in audience. That's very common. Someone who's very smart, you know, he, he's he's and he's not in the right mindset. He's very at the risk of becoming haughty because right away he feels he has something superior than everyone else. Because that's a positive quality in a person that's most common, and it relates to the most noble aspect of a person, which is intellect. But nevertheless, observe. There is no scholar who does not make mistakes at times. Even if you're the smartest guy in the world, there, you still make a mistake. And think about it. How many times do you have to seek advice from people? Or how many times do you, even if you're a teacher, do you learn from your students? All these things, how can then you feel superior? Yes, you have, you're smart, you're a genius. You're definitely smarter than the rest of them, than a lot of people. But to say you're the best or feel like you're superior, Absolutely not. Think about how many times you've made mistakes and so on. However, a straight, a straight thinking person that is even more basic, it's even more basic reason for him not to feel superior. He's going to 
even give you a, a more a, a bigger reason. Even if he narrated to be truly great and a peerless scholar, meaning he's very smart, and he looks deeply and contemplates the matter, he will see that there is no ground for any haughtiness or feeling superior. Because one who is highly intelligent, such as he, is more knowledgeable than others and knows. So in other words, he's throwing, he's actually throwing it back in your face. And he's saying to himself, he's saying to you, a guy who's super, super smart, um, the guy who's super, super smart, he um, will realize, one second, my intellect was given to me by Hashem. I'm doing what my nature is, my my, it's only natural to me. I'm like, I'm not even exerting any effort. For example, like a bird that flies, right? A bird who flies. It's very cool. Are we jealous of birds? Does the bird think he's better than this person because he can fly? Do we have to, we don't even compare ourselves. The bird, that's his, that's his gift. That's the bird's gift. They have the ability to fly. So this smart person, again, is thinking to himself, I got intellect from God. It's just my natural, I'm just doing what my nature has, has told me to do. Meaning that if someone else had that same nature or that same ability, he'd be the same on level as me. So therefore, by just for that alone, you'll see there's no reason to be um, haughty. And in fact, if I'm given the, um, the talents of being very smart and able to acquire things quickly, I have a tremendous responsibility now to teach others is that where he's going with this? Don't, there's no reason for me to feel superior. Just, uh, just the opposite. I have a tremendous responsibility on my hand. I'm supposed to teach others. Let's go with another quality. If one is wealthy, he should be happy with his lot. And, he, and know that it's on you. God gave you money to support people. It's not because you're smart or you think you have the best business head. Excuse me. Your money is there to support others. You have to now, to, to what, what's the ultimate comparison? And I really like this comparison. He says, you know, you take a, um, you, you take a, a you know, uh, <laughs> a hotel, right? A hotel is run by hundreds of staff, right? In order to make sure the, run, the, the hotel's running. You have the housekeeper, you have the electrician, you have the engineer, you have the cook, you have all these different people and all of them have their roles. You think one person is jealous of another person because um, because uh, you know he's not. You think the baker wants to? You think the housekeeper wants to be work in the kitchen, and the kitchen staff wants to work in um, the, um, the the housekeeping? There's each one. They know their roles, and they have to work together in order to make the in order to function the in order to make the, the hotel function. And that's exactly what it is. No, re, I don't. I shouldn't feel superior to now. Again, there's levels of, of um, you know, of leadership roles. But again, that's your role. You don't have to feel superior, than you know, for, for that person. And then this, that this then is the process of examination and reflection that is appropriate. This is what one needs to think about when you know if he's straight, if his mind is there and he's just straight. When this becomes clear to him, then he can be called a true honor. When he realizes. Okay, that everything that comes from Kaddish Baruch Hu, I do not deserve, it's not on my credit, it's on Kaddish Baruch Hu's credit, and I'm just merely doing what a God gave me to do, the talent that gave me to do. I don't feel superior, I don't feel any, uh, you know, uh, shouldn't feel a sense of, of, of haughtiness. 
And that's one who's humble in his heart and his inner thoughts. This is Anova in the manner that David Melch said about himself to his wife Michal. And he said, I should be lowly in my eyes. You have to understand that happened. You know, David Melch was the king of Klaus at the time. And I believe the story goes that in Navi, they brought down the ark of the Kaddish Baruch Hu to Yushalayim for the first time. David Melch, the king, was dancing like a child or silliness. And Michal said, This is not a way a king acts. This is a, and David Melch responded to Michal and said, exactly, I shall be lowly in my own eyes. I mean, who am I in front of God? Who am I in front of God? Well, I'm the king. I'm nobody. I am nobody in front of God. And so on. And the sage of blessed memory said, how great are the lowly of spirits. When that means the lowly of spirits, again, it's not someone who's depressed. It means someone who does not let, the, let his position get to his head. When the basement was standing, if a person... This is how they're comparing, this is Chazal is how it's comparing, um, this is how, how, how Chazal is comparing um, uh, an anav. In the times of the base of Mikdash, when a person would bring an Ola, he was granted the merit of bringing an Ola. When he was bringing a Mincha, he would have the grant of merit of, of bringing an Ola. But someone whose mindset is humble, it's regarded as if he'd offered every single one of the Karbanas in the, in the Torah, every single one of them. So you see here again, the the Ramchal is setting the tone and, and and planting ideas. It's all about your your the the mindset. You have to really set the tone straight for yourself and realize any quality that I have is really just a gift from God. And God gave me, so I'm only doing my nat. I'm only doing what my nature compels me to do. And as a result of that nature, I have a big responsibility. Number one is to teach others. Number two is to make sure that I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, take advantage of it and not use it in the wrong way. So we'll continue more on these ideas in the next podcast. See you next time.